Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about all the special considerations for runners when they seek treatment for an aroma. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. If you're a runner and you have pain in the ball of the foot, there are really only a few conditions that could be causing the trouble. And this episode's going to be the first in a three-part series that explains all the things you need to think about if you're a runner seeking treatment for any of these problems. Because the fact is runners are more active and should hold their doctors to a higher standard. Some of the more commonly performed aroma treatments can cause unnecessary risk and jeopardize your ability to run. And after all, if you have an aroma, your ultimate goal is to keep running. So you have to make sure that the treatment the doctor offers you is not going to cause a different problem that could affect your ability to run. Again, the most common cause of pain in the ball of the foot is likely a neuroma. So we're going to talk about neuroma treatments and give you some things to think about and to discuss with your doctor before you receive any potentially damaging treatment. Now, in terms of a neuroma, a neuroma is an irritation of a nerve and a Morton's neuroma is probably the most common nerve condition that causes foot pain in runners. And the pain can become progressive over time as the neuroma gets bigger and becomes more intractable. Now, some runners wait until the pain in the ball of the foot is excruciating before they seek treatment. This is a mistake. If the neuroma has become enlarged and does not respond to self-treatments, home remedies, or non-surgical care under the direction of a physician, neuroma removal surgery may be recommended. Interestingly, surgical removal of the damage irritated nerve in the ball of the foot is the only place in the human body where doctors routinely recommend excision of a nerve as a first-line treatment. And just because surgical excision is routinely recommended does not mean that surgery is the best treatment for runners. And before you consider surgical intervention in aroma, you should understand the surgical risks of neuroma surgery as well as the biomechanical implications that are unique to runners because runners aren't normal patients. We're different. So there's lots of risk with neuroma surgery in runners, and all surgery is risky. Pain, bleeding, infection, nerve entrapments, uh, painful scarring are just a few of the commonly mentioned risks of neuroma surgery. In fact, almost every surgical consent form I have ever read actually even mentioned possibility of death as a risk. But there are some subtle risks to runners that are not really frequently mentioned. The first thing is that the stability of your foot is especially important when you're a runner, and all runners know this. I mean, we spend a great deal of time making decisions about running shoes based on the, the amount of pronation and cushioning you know, versus stability in the running shoe platform, and we all know that the right amount of stability decreases our risk of running-related injury and allows us to train harder and run faster. In the case of a Morton's neuroma, the enlarged nerve is near the bottom of the foot between the third and fourth metatarsal bones. And the metatarsal bones are bound together by a connecting ligament called the inner metatarsal ligament. This ligament stabilizes the ball of the foot and prevents your foot from splaying out like a duck when you stand up and bear weight. A one unique risk to foot surgery if you're a runner is that you know you could end up standing on a painful scar. And that's true for all patients, but a painful scar on the bottom of the foot is almost impossible to treat. So if you get one of these painful scars, we can do surgery and with some plastic surgery techniques can rotate the scar and things like that, but scars can never be truly removed. If you run and you got a painful scar on the bottom of your foot, this is obviously going to be a problem. For this region, surgical incisions are most often placed on the top of the foot, even to remove a nerve on the bottom of the foot. So why is that a problem? Well, the problem there is that 
when the foot surgeon goes in from the top of your foot and then makes his way down toward the nerve that's causing the neuroma, the nerve is actually hidden from view, tucked away underneath that inner metatarsal ligament that's holding those two bones together. In order to access and remove this nerve, it's standard practice to cut through the inner metatarsal ligament with a scalpel. The nerve then pops upward because it's swollen and it's really constricted under that ligament and it pops upward and right when the ligament's cut in two and then the surgeon basically just cuts the branches of the nerve to remove the neuroma and take it out. Now, after the nerve's been removed, basically the skin incision is closed with sutures or stitches, but the intermetatarsal ligament is never sewn back together. We don't sew it up. And because this ligament is a stabilizing structure of your foot, it is possible that cutting that ligament can cause some instability in the ball of the foot. This instability can lead to increased pronation. And again, all runners know that excess pronation can cause biomechanical problems and a predisposition to overtraining injuries. So one thing to consider is that, you know, doctors may offer you custom orthotics to treat an aroma before offering you surgery because they know it's risky. Now, Custom orthotics are specialized shoe inserts that are built based on a mold of your feet. They are truly custom. They are perfect for you, but they wouldn't be particularly useful for anyone else since they're molding especially for you. When I see a runner at home and cast them for custom orthotics, I actually make a plaster mold of the foot right there. So obviously we have an exact reproduction of the runner's foot, but it's much more than just a custom molded arch support. Custom orthotics are devices that are prescribed by a physician and they're custom built with very specific modifications designed to stabilize your foot and take stress off certain anatomic structures. In the case of a runner with a neuroma, the custom orthotics will stabilize the subtalar joint to control excessive pronation and if designed correctly, they'll also control the motion of the mid-tarsal joint and, and that will be limited by the orthotic and that in turn will decrease the mechanical irritation of the nerve between the metatarsal bones. Now, in some cases, a metatarsal pad might be incorporated into the orthotic to take pressure off of the irritated nerve by better supporting the foot under the metatarsal bones. And this is a pad that's just positioned correctly, but it's one that you may have already tried if you have an aroma. Now, custom orthotics are one of the first options that a doctor may offer to you and that you might want to consider prior to surgery. And although custom orthotics can be relatively expensive, they're completely non-invasive and unlike neuroma surgery, orthotics have no risk of making your foot worse. But for runners, they may not really like the idea of custom orthotics because truthfully, they, they do weigh more than the inserts that are in your shoes. So they add a little bit of weight to the shoes. And in addition, they do change your biomechanics. I mean, the goal of it is to control motion in your foot, change the motion in your foot, change the areas of pressures in your foot. And obviously, that is going to alter the way that you run. So if you've been working a lot on your form and then you start running in custom orthotics, it's going to feel different. And some runners just don't like that. So then the next thing is injections. You're listening to the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Is it possible to keep running even if I have a stress fracture? How can I tell if I really have a neuroma without seeing a doctor? How can I tell if I have a stress fracture without getting x-rays? What can I do to help my plantar plate heal without losing all of my fitness? What are all the tricks Dr. Segler uses with elite athletes to keep them running? Whenever I see a runner in person, I walk them through the diagnosis process and I actually show them how to figure out whether they have a plantar plate sprain or a neuroma or a stress fracture. 
Then I'll just show them how to reduce the stress on that one injured structure so you can stay active and get back to running and not lose all your fitness. After sitting down with individual runners over and over guiding them through this process, I realized I could just put the same information in a video course and show you exactly how I do this so you can do the same thing right now in your own home. This course taught me exactly how I could tell whether or not I had a plantar plate sprain. This course showed me how I could decrease the stress on my metatarsals so I could keep working out. When my doctor told me I needed to stop running, I knew that was crazy. The Ball of Foot Pain course helped me look at it differently so I could keep running. Sign up for the Ball of Foot Pain course for runners so you can get back to running. All right, welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. So then the next thing is injections. And a corticosteroid injection is probably the most common injection that is performed for pain in the ball of the foot. Well, the reason for this is that it stops inflammation. So Morton's neuroma or irritation of this nerve in the ball of the foot is caused by mechanical irritation of a nerve. And the nerve irritation leads to inflammation. The chronic inflammatory response around the nerve leads to swelling around the nerve and sometimes even within the nerve itself. Now, over time, the inflammation becomes so significant that the nerve undergoes permanent changes. These changes in the nerve consist of what doctors call fibrosis, or basically scar tissue formation, uh, as well as budding of little additional new nerve endings within the neuroma. Now, those additional nerve endings can send signals back and forth across the synapses, which your foot perceives as pain. Obviously, it would be best to avoid the late stages of a neuroma where the damage is permanent. The goal of corticosteroid injections is to prevent that permanent damage. The goal is to treat the neuroma by stopping all the inflammation around the nerve, breaking up any of the scar tissue, and decreasing any excess tissue, such as collagen scar tissue, around the nerve that could be compressing or contributing to the continued mechanical irritation of the neuroma. The main advantage of a corticosteroid injection for a neuroma is that the pain can subside relatively quickly. This, of course, can allow you to run again without pain if the injection is effective. In the early stages, this can be pretty effective. Now, the risk of a corticosteroid injection when, you have, when you're a runner is that corticosteroids can cause weakening of collagen, and collagen makes up all the tendons, ligaments, uh, all those supporting structures in your foot and the intermetatarsal ligament. The problem is, is that if you've been incorrectly diagnosed with a neuroma when actually you have a different condition like a plantar plate sprain or predislocation syndrome, well, those conditions can actually get much worse because the corticosteroid injection weakens the collagen and the joint supporting structures, and then they can rupture or tear completely when you're running. In that case, the corticosteroid injection would make you worse, not better. In some cases, if you've had a corticosteroid injection and it didn't work, then the doctor may offer you something called an alcohol sclerosing injection. So if the neuroma has been present for a long time and it seems that the only viable treatment is removal of the swollen nerve with surgery, there's actually a type of injection that can treat the problem without surgery. Alcohol sclerosing injections are designed to destroy the nerve and they have the same end result of surgery without all of the tissue damage, destabilization of the foot, and risk that is most often associated with neuroma surgery. So the way it works is that alcohol sclerosing treatments involve injecting a solution of either 4 or 6% alcohol mixed with local anesthetic directly into the nerve. The alcohol solution causes the myelin sheath or the sort of insulation around the nerve to degenerate. This slows conduction of the nerve impulses and then basically the nerve ends up withering away and dying. 
Now, this treatment is much less invasive than enrollment surgery. There's no incision. There's much lower risk of infection. There's no cutting of the intermetatarsal ligament that stabilizes the ball of the foot. This treatment is also considerably less expensive than surgery. Instead of having surgery to remove the nerve, you can simply have a series of anywhere from three to seven injections that can destroy the nerve and stop the pain without all the surgical risk and costs. Now, if you're one of the small percentages of patients who don't respond to this uh, alcohol treatment, you can still have neuroma surgery later if needed. When you have alcohol sclerosing injections to treat a neuroma, you're basically trading pain for numbness. When you have alcohol sclerosing injections to treat a neuroma, you're basically trading pain for numbness. The goal of this series of injections is to destroy the nerve to stop the pain. If successful, the result is that you will have no more pain, but you will have a small area of numbness between the two toes previously innervated by the swollen nerve. Keep in mind, this is the exact same goal of the surgical intervention. The only difference between the series of alcohol sclerosing injections and surgical removal of the nerve is that one has all of the surgical risks and one doesn't. Although the alcohol sclerosing injections have worked with the runners I have treated in the overwhelming majority of cases, no treatment is 100%. As luck would have it, one of the patients who actually did not respond to the alcohol sclerosing injections was a friend of mine. Bill was a longtime runner. He developed an excruciatingly painful neuroma, and just like most runners, he had a high tolerance for pain, so he ignored it for a long period of time. Well, after a while, the nerve became so painful that he simply couldn't tolerate it anymore. I mean, it had gotten to the point where he literally couldn't even stand for an hour at a cocktail party without sweat beating up on his forehead. So he came to see me, and we did a series of alcohol sclerosing injections, but they actually had no effect whatsoever in alleviating his nerve pain. So we decided to do surgery to remove the nerve. Now, the surgery went fine, and he recovered as expected. A couple of months later, I was driving along in my car, and I actually saw Bill out for a run. So I was excited about this, of course, because I knew he couldn't possibly run before the surgery. And so I pulled up next to him, and I rolled down my window in my car and said, Hey, Bill, how's it going? And he replied, Well, I'm running. And I said, Okay, well, how's the foot? And Bill said, it's numb. And I asked, is that good? And he said, well, I'm running. For the most part, runners either get used to the numbness or the numbness actually diminishes over time. Now, I had a massive reconstructive knee surgery many, many years ago, and I still have a small area of numbness, but it certainly doesn't bother me at this point. But again, just trying to make it clear that whether you have surgery or you have the alcohol sclerosing injections, you have to expect you're going to have some area of numbness which may be distracting but not particularly uncomfortable. Now, one thing to talk about is that just how I said, there's no 100% treatment for anything. There's no guarantees with either alcohol sclerosing injections, corticosteroid injections, or neuroma surgery. I've had patients ask me, are there any guarantees with the neuroma removal surgery? And the answer is yes. There are actually two guarantees. One, you will get a scar. Two, you will get a bill. But that's it. There is no guarantee you'll be running pain-free after neuroma surgery. Granted, of course, we want you to run pain-free, and that's the whole goal. But you have to realize that surgery is the riskiest of all possible interventions. And even though it seems risky and scary, people think they should get a guarantee, and there is no guarantee. There's some final thoughts to give you when you're a runner and you're considering all these treatments. So you have to remember that as a runner, it is actually more important to you than the average person that you choose the best treatment. Surgically removing the nerve is not always the best choice if you want to keep running. But once you've made the choice to have neuroma surgery, you can't go back. Once you have surgery, the anatomy has been altered and the rules have changed. We can, we're not going to go back in and reconstruct your intermetatarsal ligament that we cut. Once you understand the full implications of neuroma surgery and you've considered all the other treatment options, surgery may, in fact, be the right choice for you, 
but you have to go into surgery with eyes wide open, knowing all the alternatives and believing that you've tried everything short of surgery to fix the problem. So it's critical that you discuss all of the non-surgical options with your surgeon before you have neuroma surgery or any other invasive and potentially harmful treatment. Above all else, make sure the doctor understands that you're a runner and you want to continue to run. Explain the events that you do, what kind of races you do, and the amount of training that's required for those events so that your doctor can take your desire for high-level athletic activity into consideration and then determine which treatment is right for you. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.